Welcome to another episode of These Are the Valleys. I'm so excited to talk about the topic for today. Um, it's something God has been working on in me and that I've realized from talking to my groups and communities that a lot of us are struggling with as well. So God kind of, you know, reaffirmed in my spirit like, yeah, this is it. This is it. So let's get all the way into it. This entire message is summed up in three words. It's already done. I think as a lot of times we get wrapped up in the whole how, why, when, where, who, trying to figure out all the details. Um, but honestly, that's not our job. There's this Travis Scott song from Astroworld that's called Stop Trying to Be God. And the lyrics are like, stop trying to be God. That's not who you are. Stop trying to be God. It's not your job. And God recently brought that back to my memory. I don't know why. Like, I always listen to that album. I really like that album. But I'd always listen to that album and that song, you know, it's a nice little bop. Okay, cool. But I never really took that to heart. But God brought it back to my remembrance a couple nights ago. And it just kind of hit differently for some reason. It hit my spirit differently to the point where God was dealing with me. He's been dealing with me and trying to figure out all the details of how things are going to get done and how he's going to provide this and how he's going to make that connection and how I'm going to end up in the places where he's told me I'm going to end up. And I realized that I was trying to do God's job. I was trying to be God. And I was recently talking with my friend um, and we were just talking about how God can't do anything with things that you're holding close fisted. If you are hanging on to that plan, that dream, that career, that relationship, if you're hanging on to it with all your might, how can God access it? It's not until we release things to him and surrender things to him that he's able to do the work that he needs to do in us, around us, through us to get things accomplished. But the thing is, the plan is already set in motion. Things have already been prepared. He's just waiting on us to release it a lot of times. And so I find that when I'm in a period and a point where I'm struggling to make it make sense or I'm struggling to figure out the how or the why, that God always brings me back to a point of realizing who he is. Like, stop playing with him. Sometimes we have to put some respect on God's name. And it really comes down to a level of trust that we don't really have that we, we say we have it. We want to believe we have it. But in practical application, we lack it. When it comes time to really let God, God, we're holding on to the reins. And like Carrie Underwood said, we're not letting Jesus take the wheel. We sitting at the wheel, Jesus riding passenger. And we like, Lord, where are we going? Where are we going? Should I turn right? Should I turn left? Oh my gosh, I just missed that turn. Like, how come I struggling? struggling to get where he wants us to get but if we would just be willing to surrender and to humble ourselves and to actually put trust into application and actually put it into practical use we would pull over settle down walk to the other side of the car sit in the passenger seat and let Jesus drive right so I just think that was so cool because sometimes we can focus on what what's not done yet or what seems to be lacking but we have to remember that God is omnipresent and omniscient. He sees all. He knows all. He is everywhere. So there is no, you know, lacking in your bank account that he doesn't know about. 
There is no pain in your left knee that he doesn't know about. There is no struggles in the career field that he doesn't know about. But we need to bring these things to him so we can become in a position to let him do him. It's not that God needs our permission to do things, but God is not just going to bulldoze into your life, right? He's not just going to force you. He's not going to force you. So we have to get to a point where we realize it's already provided. He's already opened the door. He's already set us up. It just reminds me of this real life example where God did this like mini miracle in my life and my friend Natalia's life. So this was about probably a month ago. I'm sitting at work just chilling and God just comes up in my brain as he usually do. And he was just like, buy Natalia a Bible. Now, mind y'all, at this point, frankly, I wasn't even talking to God, right? I wasn't trying to get in his presence. I wasn't doing anything super spiritual. I was really minding my business at work. Um, And I wasn't thinking about Natalia, just nothing. So for me, that's part of how I know how I kind of check if it's God or if it's me. Um, They're random thoughts, random thoughts. And so I got into a position with, you know, practicing hearing God and really developing my my listening skills for him, where if I felt like I heard something from God, I would write it down and then look for confirmation. So later that actually this was in January. Dang. Oh, my goodness, y'all. This was so long ago. I don't know why I feel like this was like couple weeks ago, but this was the last week of January because my friend's birthday was at the end of the month. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go and get her. I know she's been really trying to grow spiritually. So I was like, I'm going to go and get her like these books that I love that have really helped me on my spiritual journey. I'm going to get her a prayer journal and blah, 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 blah. So I go to Hobby Lobby as one does. And um, I go and pick up all the stuff that I just aforementioned. And I look over and I hear again, buy Natalia a Bible. So I'm like, all right, I'm hearing it twice. I wrote it down. This just seems like confirmation to me. So I walk over to where the Bibles are and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's fine. The books that I got for my friend, you know, not that it's about money, but I want to give y'all full context and be very, very transparent. The books that I got for my friend and I even got some for myself were all $10 or under. Cool, cool. The Bible that God told me I need to get her was like $40. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yo, y'all, if I'm being 100% transparent, I was really like, uh, this book costs more than all of our books combined. I don't know. Like, you know, and I was really sitting there going back and forth with God. And then here come the enemy in my ear, y'all. I always know it's the enemy because he's always pushing me to do something selfish. Well, buy the Bible, but just keep it for you. I mean, you're further along in your spiritual journey than she is anyway. Like, you know, she doesn't even really read her Bible. You read your Bible every day. Like, don't you think that you need a a, a better Bible? Like, y'all, this was the Bible of all Bibles. Like, This Bible had character profiles for every single, not every single, but the most prominent people in the Bible. This had introductions to every single book of the Bible. It had timelines, it had maps, it had pictures, like just the world's coolest, most in-depth Bible, period, point blank. And I'm still over here on my YouVersion app. Shout out YouVersion, you know what I'm saying? It do what it do. And 
I'm like, you know what? Should I get it for myself? And God is like, girl. And I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. So I finally go and check out. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a very stubborn, hard-headed little girl. And God, I know he be struggling with me. I know he do. Because after that, I got home and I chucked that thing on my coffee table and was like, well, I don't know how you're going to get it to her because she live an hour away from me. And if you think I'm going to drive an hour away, I'm uh, talking all this stuff, talking all this smack, talking outside of my neck, talking outside of my neck. So I, that was that week. I left it alone, didn't come back to it, whatever. The following Monday, which is when we have Bible study, Natalia hops on and, you know, we're talking and chatting, whatever. And she told me that she had a private prayer request. So she was going to call me after. So we get on the phone after we just talking, chopping it up, blah, 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 regular conversation. And then she just, she just says, yeah, I was looking at my mama yesterday and she had uh, this Bible and it was just really nice. And I had told God last night, like, I really want a grown woman Bible. Like, I really want a grown woman Bible. Y'all, I do not make this up. Lord, strike me down right now. Strike me down right now if I'm lying. Y'all, I was like, Natalia, what did you just say? And she was like, nothing. I was just saying like, I I had told God last night that I really wanted a grown woman Bible. Mind y'all, when I purchased all this stuff for her, when God told me to buy, I did not tell her. We had not had a conversation about buying a Bible ever, like ever. So it was... It was so mind blowing. It was such a mind blowing moment for me. And I was like, Natalia, I have a Bible for you. Like not even a hand me down. Like this is a brand spanking new Bible that God told me to buy for you. And I bought it for you last weekend. Like it's been sitting on my coffee table. She was like, nah, had to literally turn the camera around and show her because she didn't believe me. Like, no, God for real, for real told me to buy this Bible for you. And I told her the same story. And we both like started tearing up because it was just like, wow, God is so good. I'm sitting here questioning like, oh, why you want me to buy her a Bible? Like what in the world is happening? I should buy this Bible for myself. Ah, ah, ah. No, y'all, God knew what Natalia needed before she even knew that she needed it. Let that sink in. God told me to buy this girl a Bible a full week, a full week before she had even had the thought in her mind. And as much as I want to say that this example was, you know, for her to build her faith and to grow her trust with God. And it was it was just as much the same for me where it grew my faith and it grew my understanding of how much a provider God is and how strategic he is in taking care of his children. God knew beforehand that she was going to need a Bible and he knew beforehand that I was going to speak with her later that night and find out that she needed a Bible. Y'all, then after that, the Lord answered her prayers and she was able to get into the career of her choice. And before she left for training, she was like, girl, can you get this Bible to me? It just so happened that I was going to be seeing somebody that lives on her side of town and was going to go see her or doesn't live on her side of town, but was going to go see her literally that night, y'all, that night. So not only did God provide for her, but he also provided convenient transport to get what he what she needed from me to her without inconveniencing either of us or even the person that was carrying it. The person that was carrying it didn't even have to go out of their way. So I was just, you know, you know, when people say God is like awesome. 
you know, I know we've really watered down that word and it just means like cool, good, whatever. But like think of the word awe, like to be in awe of someone is to be in a place of pure reverence and respect. Like I was really in awe of God in that moment. And I bring up this example to just illustrate like how powerful God is and how when I say it's already done, I'm not saying that out of some super spiritual Christian. Oh, I read it in the word. So it must be true. I mean, yeah, but this is real world stuff. I ask God when I pray, show me, show me you, Lord. I want my faith to be made complete. I want to believe it because I have experienced it. I have lived it. I don't want to just believe it because somebody else told me that I should believe it. I want to believe it because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've experienced it. I've been a part of it. I've been a vessel for it. So when God does things like this, y'all, we really have to understand, even though that wasn't a source of provision for me per se, It helped me know God more intimately in his character, how he moves. Things don't always happen how you think they're supposed to happen. And I think that's another way that we get tricked up by the enemy is that a lot of times we're looking for God to provide in ways that we want to see it. Uh, It makes me think of this this, um, illustration that someone had used a long, long time ago. But say you're stranded, right, in the middle of the ocean. You floating on a piece of wood, right, and the wave's about to get real bad. And you're like, Lord, please send some help. I can't do this. Ah, ah. And God sends a little raft boat next to you. And you're like, ooh, a raft boat. That thing look dirty. It look dingy. Mm-mm, it look like somebody been, somebody could have died. And now I don't know about that thing right there. It don't look too stable. And it floats on by. And we like, God, God, please, I'm drowning. And he sends a life preserver floats on by. We don't like the laugh raft. We want to, we want to be saved by a yacht. We want to be saved by the coast guard on a helicopter, right? But a lot of times the ways that God provides for us or the ways that God helps us may not be the way that we are looking for him to do so. So I would encourage you Instead of praying for God to provide, 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 he's already told us he's going to provide, right? And I'm going to get into some examples where he does promise that, but he's already told us he's going to provide. So at this point, our prayers need to shift from, oh, Lord, can you provide to, first of all, thank you, Lord, for providing. First of all, let's start there. And second of all, please, Lord, open my eyes so that I can see how you are trying to provide for me in this moment. Because a lot of times it's not that the provision isn't there. It's just that we're not looking at it for what it is because we don't want it that way. So let's get into this word, right? Because at the end of the day, Jasmine, okay, yeah, it sounds like some good stuff. The Holy Spirit do be speaking through me, but let's get into the actual word and see what God has said before. So in 1 Corinthians 9, 8, it says, And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Not only does the scripture reinforces God's ability because, hello, we need to work on our trust and trusting his ability, but it also reinforces that we will have everything that we need at all times. Okay, so if you're currently in a season where you're looking for something in your life and you're not seeing that, you don't need it. Has a thought ever occurred to you that maybe the reason that you don't have more money and maybe the reason that you don't, didn't get a raise at that job is because God can't trust you with more money yet? 
or he's trying to build some financial stewardship um, muscles in you. Has that ever occurred to you? I It really didn't occur to me till just now because the Holy Spirit is talking. But yeah, that's good. That is so good. Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. You don't have to worry about, oh, is God going to provide? Yeah, all you need to worry about is seeking his kingdom and seeking his righteousness, which just means getting before God and trying to be a better person according to the standards he has set in the Bible. Period, point blank. Philippians 4, 19, and my God will exceed all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. How many more times do we need to read? You know what? We're going to read a couple more because it's like, I don't know what it is, but we just feel like God is not going to do what he has promised so many times in his word that he is going to do. Psalm 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I love this one because it's not all about like, oh, God's going to bless me. It's the fact that I already don't lack anything. Because I trust in God, I know that whatever I don't have right now, I don't actually need. Hmm. Or, you know, I need to open my eyes to see the things that God is doing. That part. And lastly, Psalms 34, 10, the lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. It reminds me of that scripture. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's like, um, you will walk and not get weary. You will run and not grow faint. I love that scripture because it's like, man, when you are really abiding in God, when you are really at his feet, when you are really seeking out his kingdom, you really don't get tired when a lot of people would get tired. When the lions grow weak and hungry, we don't lack. We are not short on energy. We are not short on food. Uh, what you say? Jesus said, for man should not live by uh, bread alone, but by every word that comes from God. Y'all, we have everything that we need. So it's about time that we stop playing with God and stop acting like we know more than he does and trust that he's got everything. He's got our back. Okay, I pray right now over y'all that God gives you an experience where you can truly begin to believe and trust in his providing power, that he is Jehovah Jireh, the provider. Okay, that he is everything that he is, that he will show you the comfort that you may be needing, that he may show you the restoration that you may be needing, because it's not all about money. You know, Uh, he provides us with every aspect of life that we need to be fulfilled here on earth before we get to heaven. So I just pray that over you right now and I pray that you pray that over yourself more intently um over this next week and really get to experience the love of God and that his love is a providing love as well so yeah um just a quick recap just make sure that you believe that it's already done Make sure that you are keeping your eyes, your spiritual eyes open to see what God is doing in your life and make sure you are keeping that Bible open to constantly get that renewing and that reminding that everything that you need. So, yeah, y'all, that is about it. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please leave a rating and review on whatever platform or hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge with your feedback. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.